Welcome to Take Up and Read, a bite-sized Bible study podcast on the Sunday Catholic Mass readings. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. This Sunday is the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time of Year B. And our first reading is from Amos chapter 7, verses 12 through 15. Amaziah is the priest of Bethel in service to King Jeroboam of the kingdom of Israel. After the division of Israel after the reign of King Solomon into the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah, the northern kingdom of Israel was generally more wicked than Judah. The kingdom of Israel had set up a sanctuary at Bethel so that its inhabitants would not have to go to worship at the Jerusalem temple in the territory of Judah, and Amaziah serves as a priest in Bethel. Here we have Amaziah rebuking Amos, who has come from the kingdom of Judah, prophesying doom to the kingdom of Israel in Jeroboam's dynasty. Amaziah dismisses Amos, assuming he is a prophet for hire, and telling him to go back to Judah. There were many holding themselves out as prophets during the stage in Israelite history. There were clans of prophets who would congregate together, as well as official prophets who serve at court, many of whom were paid for their services. As could be expected, many of such prophets were bought off and simply made a living telling the king and court what it wanted to hear. Such false prophets are all over the Old Testament, usually meeting their just deserts in the face of God's true prophets. In Amos's case, he is not a professional prophet in any sense. A husbandman by trade, the Lord called him away from home to speak truth to power, and he is not deterred by Amaziah. Amos continues after the passage we read at Mass with a prediction of the kingdom of Israel's eventual exile to Assyria. These exiles would become the so-called lost tribes that the Messiah was expected to regather once again. Our psalm this Sunday is Psalm 85, which describes the cry of God's people returned from exile. While grateful to have returned, times are very hard for those who have come back to the promised land. The psalm ends, however, on a hopeful note. The Lord will again bless his people and bring salvation to his faithful ones. It is this good news that Jesus will send with the apostles in this Sunday's gospel reading. Our second reading is from Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 through 14, the densely theological beginning to St. Paul's letter. The term without blemish is a cultic one from the Old Testament for a sacrifice worthy of being offered to the Lord. The righteous, moreover, are sealed with the Holy Spirit the indelible mark placed on the soul in the sacraments of baptism and confirmation, and a pledge of the future glory promised in Christ. In the fullness of time, Christ has come to unite in himself all things which were scattered after the fall of Adam. In him, the new Adam, we become adopted as sons and daughters of God. This is only the tip of the iceberg with this passage, and praying over it slowly, multiple times, will be rewarded with new insights. Reading the Catechism of the Catholic Church on Grace and Justification, starting at paragraph 1987, may be helpful to understanding Paul's theology here. Our Gospel is Mark chapter 6, verses 7-13, through 13, a famous passage in which Jesus sends out the twelve apostles, two by two, to preach repentance and work miracles by his authority. It is Christ's authority which is decisive for the mission, empowering the apostles to perform exorcisms and cure the sick. These wonders are just a visible sign and confirmation of the preaching authority entrusted to them by the Lord, an authority that continues in their successors and the bishops of the church. It is significant that he sends the twelve, as their number matches the twelve tribes of Israel, most of whom were lost in the Assyrian exile. The founding of the church on the twelve apostles, a new community which will encompass all people, is just one sense in which Christ fulfills the messianic promise of gathering the tribes of Israel. 
Jesus' admonition to take few possessions along the way is related to his conferring his authority on the twelve. It is another reminder that nothing they will do on this mission comes from their own effort or resources, but their ministry is effective because of the one who has sent them. The apostles anoint the sick with oil, which was used as a healing remedy at this time. The ordinary human means of medical treatment, however, is elevated by the grace and authority of Christ and takes on the power to cure its patients supernaturally. In this reading, we see a foreshadowing of the sacrament of the anointing of the sick, which Christ prepares his apostles to perform during this mission. Like Amos, the twelve are not part of the professional religious elite of their time, but have nonetheless received their call directly from Christ to go preach to his people. They bring the good news of salvation, accompanied by confirming signs and healing the sick and casting out demons. This work continues today in Mission of the Church. That's all we have time for today. Let's conclude with the Collect for this Sunday's Mass. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, give all who for the faith they profess are accounted Christians the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ, and to strive after all that does it honor. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening. To learn more and find resources, visit studycatholic.com. And please tell your friends about the show and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Thanks again, and God bless.